0: and this is H-Town Wheelhouse. I'm coming to you on 517. It is 4.59 p.m. Be contacting my friend Steve-O from across the pond. It is six hours ahead there, so it's nearly 11 o'clock. He has agreed to come on air and talk to us about his fandom and his loyalty to the Houston Astros. So stay tuned, Steve. Stevie and I will be next. Hey Stephen how you doing sir Hi, How are
1: you doing? Do you think it's working
0: now? It should be working. I went ahead and recorded an intro, so I'm going to go ahead and get into it, maybe because when we were talking, I hadn't had anything previously recorded is why I think it didn't keep the audio stamp.
1: so yeah, you see I've never done a proper recording on these. I've only ever done a uh you know like a, a voice message and they're they're like restricted to like a minute. But I've never right. done, actually done like a full-length recording. Yeah, so
0: it. yeah, man. So let's do this. Um, let's let's kind of go back over my plans of change. We won't go into that, um, but just the joys of being a dad. Um, so I know we were talking earlier. I introduced you as my friend from across the pond. Told mm-hmm. everybody you're from the UK. Um, tell us how you became an Astros fan, and including that. Also, like how your affinity for baseball kind of kind of blossomed.
1: Well, uh, I'll probably start with answering the how I got into baseball to begin with. I think that'll be a lot easier, and then we'll get onto the Astros bit, just because it, it links quite nicely in a way. But I'd say I got into baseball. I can't set an exact date to it or year, but it's kind of the obsession with American culture. I mean, it's, it's it's ingrained in its history, and obviously it's a huge part of American culture. You know, it's, it's different nationalities, different points of historical, you know, monumental moments in time. And I think basically, because I have an a, a extreme obsession with American culture, you're bound to run into it at some point, because ultimately... It's such a big part of it. You know, it's part of the schooling systems, the college systems. It's there when you're young, it's there when you're old. As I say, it's for everyone. It backs every nationality and different backgrounds. It's just fantastic. So I think I've run into baseball because of the obsession with the American culture and the American dream and so on and so forth. Um, You know, it's in books, it's in films, it's even referenced to in music. So, you know, you're going to get to that at some point. Purely because, as I say, it's just such a huge part of, of, of America. And then I think from there, it's it's my particular interest would probably go to Texas. Um, again, for similar reasons, uh, it's just somewhere that I suppose it's like romanticization of it. It's just a bit of a strange obsession, but it's just being generally obsessed with, again. It just appearing on films and you may read about it in books and the history of it and then it sort of gets you into well you've got two huge teams in Texas obviously you've got the Rangers which obviously we won't go there with that and then you get to the Houston Astros and I think it came around because 2013 I think I just remember seeing some clips and highlights and I've been following baseball anyway kind of on, on and off even though it wasn't obviously like a, a huge thing it wasn't a very accessible sport because it just wasn't aired here very much and I remember seeing some clips as I say of the Houston Astros and thinking mm, these guys are doing something a bit different, they've got a lot of characters on board and again I, I get told a lot well 2013 you know wasn't a great season but to me, that 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 never really bothered me. You just think, you don't care if that's your team, that's your team. So it was around 2013 I got into the Astros. But as I say, you know, my, my love and my passion for him has never died since then. But as I say, it's a good connection to Texas. And I always just kind of wanted that link. And I think, you know, it's a perfect link. You've got baseball and then you've got, houston astros and it's perfect combination because it's uh again it just forms that affinity and love for american culture texan culture and for a sport that i just absolutely love so you know i hope that makes sense and it's not too no, much it ever, kind of, no it's, it a, it's a passionate ramble if you like but it's just i just it's passion basically it's it's uh Yeah, it's just the imagination has always led me to, in particular, Texas. And I think I've just never looked back from there, really.
0: Well, no, Um, that's awesome. And I think, you know, listening to you talk about that, that's how passionately we feel about our team as Astros fans. And, I mean, respectively so, Rangers fans, they feel the same way. And naturally, there's been this rivalry created because we're in the same mm -hmm. division. I don't know if you know this. There's even there was not even an online petition this last year that started on Change.org of getting forcing the Rangers to remove the word Texas from their name because they're not the 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 representative of Texas baseball. The Houston Astros are so it it gets very personal and you know yeah. the folklore yeah. of Texas. You know for us too is mm-hmm. there's a rivalry that we've created between Dallas and Houston. And, of course, people mm, yeah. from Dallas would say, y'all aren't our rivals and all that stuff. And, of course, you would say, yeah, you're our rivals. And so it, it really depends on who you talk to. Um, yeah. But what's but what's amazing is for someone like myself who appreciates baseball, has, I consider myself a student of the game, and I definitely don't know as much as most guys do in my field. I just got into writing recently. Um, mm-hmm. and I just, I was like, you know what? I, I want to start a podcast and I want to just kind of get, get my, not just my name out there, but get out there talking to different people about the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's great is to find somebody from a completely different culture, a different walk of life, um, a different upbringing that has that same affinity for the game of baseball. You know, the strategy involved, the camaraderie, yeah. The, yeah. The, the pure teamsmanship that it requires. And, you know, baseball, I think, is one of those sports that really is a sport that if you are a, for lack of a better term, a cantorous player in the clubhouse, baseball exposes that very easily to where <laughs> – you don't see that or hear that as much. And I don't know, maybe maybe you see that in soccer just because I don't follow it. Um, and but, but I've noticed that, man, it's almost like, especially these days, you know, with how the media can attack people and stuff. But man, oh, yeah. it's like baseball, if there's a person that sticks out, I mean, that dugout is wide open. You know, those yeah. conversations yeah. go on in I, the dugout, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. um but you know in in you know leading us into the astros that's where you see where the houston astros have really come together you don't hear of a lot of clubhouse issues and i'm sure no. there's issues they're grown oh, yeah. they have yeah. egos um the,
1: yeah, yeah
0: it's I mean, it's, it's
1: like, it leads on to like a, an interesting point is like uh uh you know it's it's I think that's what's always attracted me to them and has always kept me going with them because they are individuals but ultimately form a, a fantastic team. I mean, they're unique individuals on the, in their own right. That's why we have our favourite players and that's why we're defensive about certain players and then there's certain players that maybe we don't like. But with the right. Astros, it does, doesn't kind of work like that. You've got a soft spot for them all in some way shape or form but ultimately they come together and that really is what a great sports team should be about that you all come together you can be your individual selves but you're ultimately a team and surely that's the best way to be if you're going to be a sports team you've got to come together and, and they do a wonderful job of doing that the Astros are just no, yeah.
0: yeah I agree and, and um, we had mentioned you know, um, previously, and I just want to share with the uh, with the audience whether it's myself listening to this podcast again or millions around the world, as they say at the UFC fights and boxing matches. Um, but <laughs> I've I've talked to you know longtime Cubs fans, and I've talked to people who who have been fans of you know other teams that have you know storied histories and storied past. And this one yeah. gentleman in, um, in particular told me that he moved to Houston in 2016 from Chicago. He grew up there and he retired. His son and daughter-in-law had moved to here and they wanted to be close to their grandkid. So he said the Cubs, so I left, he said, I left after the Cubs won the world series. I came here in 2017 and the Astros won the world (laughs) series. And I told him, he better not move to Arlington or St. Louis or I will not be his friend because I just assumed that this guy had some luck streak going. Well, last I checked, he's still in Houston. He didn't go to Boston, but he told me, he said, I've been watching baseball for 60 years and I've never seen a team cheer for their teammates the way this team does. He goes, when one guy hits a home run, they all are excited they're not upset that they didn't go three uh, for four. Uh, you know, uh, they do it with their glove. They do it with their yeah, bat. And one yeah. of the things I've noticed this year, if you notice 2017, you had Marlon Gonzalez had a career year. You had a couple yeah. other guys yeah. who stepped up to the plate and did really big things, right? Mm, well, this yeah. year, look what's happening. Reddick is on fire.
1: He really Jake, is. Yeah.
0: Jake Marisnyk is not playing this year. I mean, he is – he is like, I'm gonna hit the ball. And he is a great glove, but man, if his bat can stay legitimate for the entire season, that is such an X factor. Cause who yeah. wants to face this lineup when your number eight and nine hitters are contributing <laughs> with home runs and extra base know. hits?
1: You know? It's incredible. That's the so, thing hey, it's yeah. on fire at the moment. Yeah.
0: They are. Hey, I have a question. So do you have friends over there because you said you're from manchester correct
1: yeah yeah correct okay
0: do you have friends that they will maybe watch a game with you and they will have no clue what's going on and (laughs) they'll ask you like what are they doing and do you (laughs) is that is that kind of entertaining to you know uh, what's that like
1: it's a good question because you know uh It kind of leads back to, you know, a a conversation I have with a lot of people, but I'll cover it again. And that's, you know, that we have obviously major historical sports here. We have, you know, obviously soccer, football is massive here. You know, it's it's huge. We've got a lot of other sports, rugby, cricket, things like that. They've never attracted me. It's not something that attracts me ever. However, my friends, family and so on, obviously... They are, you know, British through and through. It's football, it's cricket, it's rugby. They're obsessed with things such as those sports. So, yeah, there's definitely, you know, I wouldn't say it's like you all club together and all let's watch the Astros. But when (laughs) I've got it on, because it has to be on, you know, someone will pop round and, you know, they'll, they'll take a slight interest, but it's all very... They just end up talking a load of rubbish over the top of it because they just lose interest, you know. They right. they, they just lose that uh, passion and 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 an interest but the, because it's never going to be there. Because I think it's just it's either for you or it's not. And I think the general misconception is, and uh, um, you know, I think we spoke about it before, but. The general misconception is that it's boring and they don't have the patience and the time and, and the the interest to learn. I mean, I've mentioned this before as well, but I've had to buy books about this. You know, I've had to watch documentaries about it because I'm catching on. I mean, MLB is 150 years uh, right. this year itself is a lot older than that but I've got a lot of history to catch up on because as I say it's not <laughs> in our culture so I've got an awful lot of things to catch up on but I think that's why you you know to get someone who's just randomly wandered into your house to, to suddenly be gripped by baseball I don't expect that I mean it's never going to happen right. um, But well, I, think, yeah. I think what's interesting is the work side of things when I go to work you know there'll be you know oh you have a good weekend I'll be like yeah I'm absolutely exhausted oh why you know what were you doing drinking all night partying all night I'm like no I was just I was just watching Astros. <laughs> you know <laughs> hey, you know oh baseball and I've noticed in work what you can quickly do with people is get them hooked because yeah. you mentioned the odd little thing but because you're with these people every day they want to know more and that I've noticed is quite interesting that you can get people to be interested in it, but getting them to actually sit down and watch a game, that's the wow. real challenge in Britain. It's it's a hard it's again, it's a very, very cult sport here. There are fans of baseball here, but it's very, very cult. And I, I certainly don't know many. This is why I've set up my Twitter account, because I want to link with you guys across the pond and, and I wanna to get to know your views. I mean, you guys are living there, you guys are seeing this team regularly. So I wanna be a part of that because that's my link, you know, to to my team because we just don't have that, that fan base here at all. You know, it's it's so hard to explain, but no, to get someone to sit down and focus on it is is, is very difficult. They, again, I mean, they think I'm crazy, they think I'm completely mad. But uh I oh that, yeah
0: that. i can you know you know and i can understand that i mean um you know it's the same you know and we discussed this before you know you and i it's it's the same thing with me with you know soccer and this is this yeah. is no this is no knock on football fans or yeah. soccer fans mm-hmm. all over the world or who may be listening even houston dynamo fans it's just soccer i love now I enjoyed it as a kid. Um, our team was absolutely terrible though. And so we there were certain places we would go. There's like there's a there's a there's a town called Deer Park and a town called Clear Lake, and we hated playing them because they had the real shiny uniforms and they they all had perfect combed hair. They they kind of look like the diva type soccer players you see over in the UEAF. Um uh, you know, where you know, yeah. I mean, dude, if you look at some of the soccer players now, they they are like supermodels. I mean, oh,
1: I'm like, good really Lord, God,
0: you know, man. it's like they're they're the most good looking men on the planet. And it's like, yeah. good Lord, are they there for fashion or for fun? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and exactly. Exactly but, right. but outside of playing it, I haven't been able to sit down and watch it. Now, I'll admit, yeah. I'll I will watch the World Cup and and I do try to pick up on when they're doing the champions league our 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 big networks have been picking them up more nbc and abc have been featuring them more and so i'll watch a world soccer match where you have a big name player i know like i know like michael rooney actually came over here and he's playing for um i think it's dc um the you know and i'm like hmm maybe i want to go see rooney play here in houston but he's not i mean he's not the same player but Like, I remember him from being on all the Man U teams and, you know, and how good of a player the guy is.
1: Yeah, yeah. But,
0: you know, for every – yeah, exactly. You know, and so my thing is baseball is not for everybody, but it is really cool to see that the game can reach people outside of America. Because, you know, as Americans, we have a very American world view. And I noticed this when I went to Italy. People on the other side of the world have a – seem to have, and I may be wrong, but they seem to have a broader worldview. Now, I think in Houston we have an advantage because we have over like 160-something languages spoken. We have parts of Houston where the street signs are in the language of the people that are in that neighborhood. And so I think we have a very diverse city when it comes to cultures. Yeah, but But I, but I feel like we feel like we're kind of like this is our world and y'all are all living in it, and like I kind of jokingly, um, jokingly s- said to you earlier about you know being American and being arrogant and driving around in my car doing a podcast like how how American is that you know I'm driving around in my <laughs> Nissan truck, um, you know I teach Texas history I'm wearing my Astros jersey I got my boots on you know how I mean. Other than my name not being Chuck Norris, how much more Texan could you get, right? Um, but, but the game of baseball, I think, has the ability to reach anybody that's willing to look and listen. Um, and, you know, the Astros, and I, you, you may know this if you see some of the broadcast. Um, um, I'm assuming you get the AT&T Sportnet broadcast where you hear the local guys and – those show features of where the Astros do, they do a lot of stuff in the community. And yeah, know. that has been a signature, not only of the Astros, but of all Houston sports, mm-hmm. what I've always loved. And, 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 you know, I mean, a lot of professional teams do it more and more nowadays, but with social media, um, that's really connected. I mean, um, I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I ever share this with you on Twitter, but in 2017, we had just something had happened in a series here. AJ Hinch had made some brilliant move. And um, but people were criticizing him for it. And I think I, I think I put on Twitter, they were flying to Oakland. And I said, you know what? Everyone in the world is concerned about this managerial call, but you know who isn't? AJ Hinch. Why? because he's paid the big bucks to do the job we can't or something like that. And AJ Hinch liked my tweet and I about flipped. I mean, you would have thought I met Elvis or just whatever, you know, and I told my wife and she was like, okay. And I'm like, no, that's like a big deal. Like that's a big deal for the person (laughs) because, because I added him and he liked my tweet and I'm like, yes, I've arrived, but I haven't (laughs) had a like since then. So, it was my, uh, my one-second attainment. Yeah, yes. rightfully so, rightfully so, you know. Yeah, so, bucket list checked off.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like the the only person, really, on, on those levels that I've ever really, uh, to me, the, the guy will never understand it. But, obviously, that's because, you know, he kind of communicates with a lot of people. But, to me, being all the way over here, it's like when Blummer likes a comment, or yes. he actually communicates. communicates. And it's, it's, that to me is incredible because it's hard to put it into to words, but you think it makes you realise that yes, we have vast oceans and land in between us, but all it takes is for someone just to comment back to you or like something, just to show that they've appreciated what you've said, is is worth its weight in gold. And some people might go, you know, well, they're not God, you know, but it's not... Right. It's the, the fact that you're getting appreciated that, it, particularly for me, because being from England, I, I think sometimes people think, ah, oh, come on, this guy's not into baseball, this guy's not into the Astros. And it's like, no, you need to understand this, you know, that that it it, it isn't just America, you know, we can make this work. It's just like you say, you just need to find people that have got the time, passion, and dedication to learn it, and I think it's wonderful when someone, you know, gives you recognition for that. And it's,
0: right, hey, no, yeah, Um this guy know, have, and I respect that. Yeah, you know? like, no, yeah, definitely. And I've I myself have gotten a few likes here and there. And, and Blummer, I think you know Jeff Blummer is really really good about that. Um, I notice even if you tweet him during the game, um, he may not mention a tweet or show your tweet on the screen. Uh-huh. No. But he'll like it, and I'm like, how many people are tweeting this guy? Like, he's he's very yeah. very active, and and um he has yeah. really he gets a lot really, of that.
1: Yeah. and I think it's just so deserved because um, you know, but I mean I'll put it into perspective pretty quickly. If you did that to a commentator on a UK sports channel, I mean I've never done it, but if you did, I know through friends you have nothing nothing right it's just it just doesn't and i think you know it's it's not to not to blow smoke but to be honest to to have someone that just even just like i say just responds or likes to comment very lucky because some people don't even don't even have that interaction at all you know whether it be a commentator or a presenter or a, a, an actual sports star it just um Yeah, yeah, you can never take that for granted. It just just makes you feel a little bit more respected
0: in your... Yeah, no, because... Well, you know, and to me, it makes them more and more human. And that's where I feel like the Astros have done a great job. Um, My son had the opportunity to take the field with the Astros two different times. He got picked with the Astros Buddies Club to take the field. And the first time he did... He was like, dad, I want to run out with Jose Altuve. Well, the week before Jose Altu, we had gotten his autograph and I got my picture son with Jose Altuve. And so he said, hey, dad, why don't I why don't we print the picture out and I'll sign it and give it to him. So he signed the picture of him and Jose Altuve. He autographed it. He put to Jose from Sammy and he had the lady who because like you're not allowed to hand players things. Um, these you know MLB rules, but the lady that took the kids down said she goes, she goes, I'll make sure it gets in his locker so he'll see it after the game. So as they're lined up along the dugout for the Astros to run out on the field, Jose Altuve looks at my son. And he goes, "Hey, buddy, you want to race?" And he ran out there. And um, oh, I'll wow. tag the picture. I'll put the picture on Twitter of my son standing next to Jose yeah,
1: Altuve. Dude, dude, definitely but do.
0: it is just one of those games where you get to get personal with the guys and they're yeah. real hard yeah. blue collar people and yeah. like you had talked about with Jose Altuve he um he has an affinity and a love for a game for the game that is just outstanding hey really, re- yeah. hey real uh, real quick i wanted to ask you just some questions about the Astros um let's do Go some ahead, like some like projections on on the Astros um Two things. Mm -hmm. Do you think Corbin Martin is going to be a long-term fix with the Astros? Okay. In other words, you think he's going to stick with the ball club the whole season? And do you see the Astros going out and possibly getting another arm? I know a lot of people have rumored Madison Bumgarner. Do you think the Astros will go get another arm and try to move like Martin in the bullpen, or send them back down, give them some experience, and send them back? Or where do you see the Astros going with that? And of course, we're we're going totally off of conjecture, and we don't have inside sources. We're not like the Athletic or you know Ken Rosenthal and all those guys. But I think it's kind of
1: like yeah, I'm a bit biased, really, because he's only had obviously one start, right? In mind. And to be honest with you, I was immensely impressed. I, I straight away, yeah. I mean, many many people call me on this, but it's like, literally, I went straight to Twitter and said, right, 29 is my New Jersey. When I when I get over there in September, that's on my shopping list, and it, it will be regardless of his performance after after this comment. But right. I just think um, I think I think we'll see him through. I mean, we we we've got him tonight again. Um, I believe anyway, because we've got him in this Red Sox series, I'm sure. But yes, he's um, going to
0: pitch Saturday on national TV, actually.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to project too much too early because I'd like right. to see, I'd like to see this Saturday pitch. Let's see how that goes. But right now, as it stands, I mean, it's difficult because, as I say, we've only had one, one one match up we've had one starting pitch from him and I think at the end of the day he, he did a fantastic job and personally I've got a, immense respect for the guy I think I'm very very proud you know of, of, of what he achieved on the day I'd like to think that they'd stick him out um, I don't really think you know I don't know if we need another arm really to be honest I mean right. if, I, I wouldn't like to see things get shook up too much because we are doing we are having such solid performances, absolute solid performances, particularly at the moment. I know we had a, a turbulent start to this season. Um, you know, but I'm not worried about him. I think to be honest with you, I actually think he's just gonna go the only way he's gonna go is up. He's just gonna be a solid contribution. That's my gut instinct. We'll will the, the the time will tell. But another arm, I don't think so. No, I, I just don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's a necessity. I think no, yeah, and that
0: and, and that's my thing too. I you know I think right now being in the sports culture we have, especially here in America and with baseball, is mm-hmm. it's all about if you're not doing anything in free agency, you're not doing anything. Yeah. And with what the Astros have. They don't really need it. I mean, we even still have arms in the minor leagues that they haven't even tapped into. And if you don't you know, if you don't wanna string out Corbin Martin too too far, you could always once you feel like Colin McHugh kind of has a swagger back a little bit, give him a couple starts. Put Corbin Martin in as a three or four inning guy. And you know, I think yeah. You know, mix them up a little bit. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, like I say, it's I I, I definitely mentioned this certainly on Twitter, but, I mean, it's, uh, you you know, to bring it into, you know, batter's territory, for example, is that uh, at the start of the season, I I, I know Diaz was getting an awful lot of slander. And, I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't take part in that. I've had his backing from day one, and I'll be honest, I, I, I have no shame in that. Because I knew the tables would turn, and look at the guy now he's doing a fantastic job he's providing he's very, very solid some fantastic, fantastic home runs or contribution to you know runs by then, and he's doing a wonderful job. I mean he was rocky at the start, and everyone was worried about him. But look now we have this solid, solid line of Brantley and so forth I mean he's a bit of a veteran in his own respect, but we had these new additions and I think we were a bit worried on how things were going. We had some rocky performances at the start, but now we have it solid. There's always that yeah. worry. Just as much with uh, pitching as as batting is, if you have too many contributors, it it can just, it can rock a boat. And I just think we've got a, it seemed fairly plain sailing, so why rock the boat? You know, we, we, we've got so much talent packing this lineup out now. Oh, that's be, true. Uh, a bit of a worry to to add unnecess- un- unnecessary ego and potentially unnecessary character to it, you know, when it's it's doing well as it is. So that's what I think, you know, it's not called playing it safe. It's just called we have got so much talent that why add
0: to that when
1: we're, we're doing fine, you know. No,
0: yeah, why, you know, um, I know like we like with that. saying, right, well, I mean, like we say in Texas, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> precisely. exactly. You know, and I just think that's it. I mean, it's, um, we're storming that division now, you know, and, 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 um, I think that will reign for a long time, but it's just, yeah, I, I just think, like, say, you know, why, why fix what ain't Broken? There's no point. You right. Know, it's, it's solid, you know. Um, but I'm looking forward to Cold Mike, to be honest, as, as I say, I'm completely biased, but I'm really. I'm excited for this upcoming series. Oh, I am too. I um, unfortunately won't be able to to watch the game tonight, but I'll be there okay. for the 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 next games that follow on. But um, I'll be able to watch those live. But it's I'm just really looking forward to to seeing him pitch again. To be honest, I'm excited by that because it's uh, it's going to be very interesting to see him develop. Very very interesting. Um, and as I say, this series, I mean, they they. they uh, they got us big time in the postseason, you know. Oh, they did.
0: Boston. Oh no, they. You know, uh, I mean, soul I think, destroying. There you go. You oh, know. they. Yeah, they. You know. You know, they had our number, but you know, I think Boston had a year like we had the year before, where literally yeah, exactly. everything yeah. in 2017 went our way. And if you yeah. notice, the table started turning. The Astros went back to the same trend we saw in 2017. Look mm-hmm. at the run, and I haven't looked at it this year. But if you, I, I would, I would, I would bet $100 right now that the Astros have probably scored the most runs from seven innings on than just about any other ball club. If they're not number one, they've got to yeah. be top five. Yeah. And in so 2017, yeah. that's what they did. They led the league in runs scored yeah. from innings seven, eight, and nine. And so the team would be down five to one going to the seventh inning. I remember going, well, we're gonna win eight to five. You know, we're gonna yeah. win six to five, or we're gonna go to extra mm. innings and make a game of it. I mean, um, you know, the um the pregame is on right now, and I mean we got five players hitting over three hundred. And one of those yeah. is Jake Marisnik. And yeah, you know, exactly. Jake Marisnik may be having a career year. And oh, yeah. he, he may he may be the Marwan Gonzalez. Type of player, although Diaz, we know, is kind of what Moen Gonzalez was. But I, I, when I, I talk about like offensively, Moen Gonzalez had that career season, and that's why he yeah. got paid the way he did. And he should have yeah. got paid because he's worked really hard. He's he's, he's yeah. been, you know, more and more consistent. Now he's he's had a struggle coming into to the season, being a new ball club. I think a new ballpark yeah. player plays into that. But man, yeah. Mariznick, it could be that guy and mm. if he's that guy how much more powerful is that because you're like okay well i can just throw junk you know to to the guy in front or i can walk the guy in front of jake and then i get to jake we'll strike him out well now oh my gosh now jake poses a threat to get a hit or an extra base hit or a triple or even mm. hit the ball out of the yeah. park and now yeah. what do you do now you have well, a one through nine solid base
1: there was there was some the alarm bells rang with me when he was great in spring training. I mean, really good, and I thought, yep. "Wow, this is this is crazy!" Like you're right. I he, were, he
0: was hitting well.
1: He was looking in great shape, and 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 that's when I started thinking, "This is going to be interesting this time. This is going to be a real turnaround because." As I say, you know, th- this is why I really enjoy watching spring training because people go, oh, you know, it's just spring training; doesn't really mean anything. It's watching the players evolve and change and fit in if there's new additions, and you you get early telltale signs of maybe what's to come when the regular season begins. And uh, you know, I think I think alarm bells are ringing with Jake back then. To be honest, I felt yeah, definitely like the, the spring training. So. Um, but as I say, it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see it all evolve. But I mean, going back to the the, the whole uh, Red Sox issue is is that, uh, that I remembered last year, uh, last season. You know, a couple of guys I was talking to over there, kind of like, you know, you you, you know, you're going to book off work like you always do, you know, kind of for the for the uh, World Series and so on. I said, yeah. Yeah, I'm planning on it, blah, 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 blah. You know, Astros are going to do it, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get it again. And obviously, that wasn't to be. But then, equally, I am not by any stretch of the imagination a Red Sox fan. I don't really have even, even a soft spot for them. There are other teams that I respect immensely, but Red Sox are not one of them. They just don't do it for me. Interesting. However, right. I did feel they had a fantastic team last year. And I'm not going to argue with that. They had an absolutely stellar lineup. And I think I, I have to take, you know, a step back from that and say, you can't, you can't deny it. They were an absolutely great performing team, you know, and that's coming from someone that has no respect for the Red Sox at all. You know, I, I just don't. Right. Other than the fact that they had a stellar lineup and I have to give them that, and they they did do a, a great job last season. And uh, you have to do that
0: with with baseball and any sport. You have to respect the talent that's there, and they, they just just hot. Oh, you do. That's. You know. I mean, I mean, you know, you you hear players say it all the time. Um, even even when they play a team that that is just kind of down and out, maybe like an Orioles team or whatever. You'll never hear AJ hand training the players say, Oh, yeah, and we're gonna come out here and mop the floor with these guys. I mean, the bottom line is they're all major leaguers. Oh still. Um and sure. any, and the thing about baseball, the beautiful thing about baseball is it can make the most unknown person an absolute superstar. Uh put you know, put them on the ESPN Sports Center top ten, make a cover of a sports illustrated magazine. And then they can take the biggest, brightest star, like a Bryce Harper or someone like that, yeah, and just just d- demolish them yeah. because hmm. you know, I mean everything you do is on you. You know, in yeah. in football, in football, it's about does the quarterback have a have a line blocking for him? In soccer, is my is my is our attack pushing up enough? Yeah. Is our is our defense falling back? You know, it's all these players, but in baseball, it's you and the pitcher. Yeah. You in that batter's box doesn't depend on anybody else but you. Mm. Not even the hitting coach. It's you. You have to do yeah. it. And yeah. the pitcher, you know, the pitcher has to do it. The fielder, that ball is coming at you. You have to catch it. Mm. So everything you do is as an individual, um, is I think in a greater microscope under more scrutiny than most other
1: sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is where we go back to the the point we were talking about earlier on, which is, you know, they are individuals uh, and we love that, you know, and as I say, you you may have people you, you don't think so much of, but people you absolutely love, you know, but ultimately it really does put on show who's doing what, where do we, where do we stand with this, with this player? good, bad, indifferent, whatever the case may be. Because as you say, it's a duel between the pitcher and the batter. And you've got, right. you, you, you're you fully exposed to that. And that's when you can really decide what's good and what's bad. And this is, like I say, coming full circle, where I talk about the Red Sox last season. Um, you know, they were all, they were all solid, great, great pitching staff, great batting staff. And I think ultimately it's uh, you know, like I say i'm by no means a fan, but uh, you have to say it out of some last season and say they, they did a great job they were a great team, solid team you know? right um you know it's it's just one of those things I think, but like i say this is why tonight, uh, tonight and so on over the weekend'll be an interesting series because like you say they' they've turned they're turning the tables in the background a little bit, the Red sox now you know coming from a poor
0: start to. the season. No they are they are they're they're right now scoring at a very high clip too mm. um, much more and and you know I mean the defending world champs aren't going to stay down no. Um, no. you know any year um, now just because you win the World Series doesn't always mean you're going to go back to the playoffs but I don't think Boston's in any danger of not making the playoffs this year. The, I mean, yeah. with the Yankees, basically their entire team being injured, which yeah. is just yeah. – I mean, yeah. you know, I hate to see that. As much as I don't like the Yankees, you don't ever want a team being down because everybody's injured. I think – Because think, that's just uh, –
1: I mean, it's, it's just it's, – uh, I think uh, we we spoke about it as well. But, you know, they the – <sighs> They have come back slightly this season recently, but as we were mentioning, you know, they were getting an absolute pasting from the Orioles at the uh, at the start. Yeah. They took a lot of flack for that, but I've got to say, you know, you know, I've, I've got the MLB app, so I can watch any game I want, but you know, that's on live at the time. And sometimes, obviously, if the Astros aren't playing my time, because I love baseball, I watch whoever's floating around and. You know, I'd, I'll watch any team that's on at the time. And I, I watched that series, you know, when they were when they were at home and also when they were facing the Yankees uh, in the Bronx. And those first games at the Camden Locks against the Orioles were, uh, you know, interesting. But the real, <laughs> the real interesting one was the Orioles when they absolutely, you know, basically hammered them in the Bronx and you can't kind of mm. thought, Oh, this is, this is interesting, you know, and this is the thing. Yeah. Baseball again is so exciting because it's so unpredictable. It's, it's just full of twists and turns and drama and excitement. I, I love it. I love it. But I don't expect everyone to understand that, but uh, it's just I it's hear just you. Amazing. I mean, I hear that's you. what I mean by you just never know. I mean, it's, uh, it's so exciting because things can change. Things. I can, hear you. you know.
0: Definitely. Well, hey, um, Stevie, man, it has been great talking with you. Um, why don't we Why don't we get together on um, you know after after the series wraps up with the Red Sox? Oh yeah, um, and we'll line up a time so we don't do all that right here on the podcast itself. And to mention, this podcast is forty two minutes long, but I think it's a good intro session. Maybe we could get like a rhythm going and and um, just get to where we can do like maybe ten fifteen minute segments. Oh, yeah. That way That's we beautiful. can give people quick pops where where you know hey maybe we can get some some people from your side of the pond um, interested in baseball and hearing hearing um hearing someone from Texas on the radio a little bit here and there you like know? i
1: say i'd hope to I'd hope to uh carry on doing these with you they' they're great fun, I mean like I say it's a chance for me to to bridge the gap and I do go on about that a lot definitely but that's just because you know as i mentioned before we we just don't really have that 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 community that baseball community here it's a it's an online thing for for a British person, yes and I mean, that's why I took to Twitter. Uh and, and I love connecting with everyone and I think that's the great thing about these podcasts. You can just you, you know, you can talk cool. about your passion, which is baseball and it's and the Astros furthermore, but it's just great to uh to connect like that. It's a brilliant thing. Yeah.
0: So Stevie, tell them how they can find you on Twitter again.
1: Well, uh my username is, is Stevie Gostros, but my Twitter handle is at Stevie Proud. I think it'll be fairly easy to find because as I say, I'll probably be one of the few, if not the only Manchester slash England supporter of the Astros on there. I shouldn't be too hard to find. I've got the Jersey on and the phone, right? It's all about the Astros on the page. So you'll know you've got me straight away anyway, because it's all about the
0: Astros. <laughs> so Nice. Well, good deal. And for me, if you, if you look at H town underscore wheelhouse, you'll find me there. Um, so this is so this is Brett from Texas or H Town Wheelhouse. And um with, with, with my man Stevie, my new, my new friend, my new uh my new baseball bud, man. It was it was it was excellent, excellent talking with you. I do appreciate you taking the time and exactly. it being as late as it is. A lot of respect. But um yeah, definitely, man. Much much respect. You know, it's it's definitely mutual on my end. And of course, you know, I'll wrap it up with this: the all the affinity and obsession that you say that you guys have with American culture. I think it's there for us too with the English and the British. And I remember the first time my son met someone from like England was on a cruise. She like worked on the cruise ship, and he just he just wanted to talk to her the entire time. He just was was so entertained by her accent and went, had all these questions, and so.
1: It's a lovely thing. I mean, like I say, it's um, it's a great thing to have because, as I say, I have, I have immense respect for not only Texans but just Americans as a whole. I just find the whole thing fascinating yes, awesome. and great things. So I, I, a lot of respect for America and Texas and so on. So I have all the time in the world basically for that. So, yeah. Nice.
0: All right, Stevie. Well, hey, my friend, you have a great one. Um, God bless you. And we will talk very, very soon.
1: Thank you very much, and uh, thanks for your time. And uh, thank you.
0: Yes, sir. Bye now. Have
1: a good evening now. All right, you too. Bye. Bye.